Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals heard oral argument in our case involving Sandra Mayer. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is the civil case involving Sandra Merritt, and we also have a criminal case involving Sandra Merritt. That criminal case will go to trial sometime later in 2022. The civil case has already gone to trial with an outrageous verdict against Sandra Merritt and David DeLayden. And then this case now is up at the Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. The lower court ultimately issued a multi-million dollar judgment against Sandra Merritt, David DeLayden, and the Center for Medical Progress. Uh, this case began some years ago. In 2015, there were videos produced exposing Planned Parenthood's illegal trade in aborted baby body parts. It was after a 30-month undercover operation. The video showed uh, Planned Parenthood executives and doctors haggling over the prices of aborted baby body parts and discussing how they have changed the abortion procedures to actually obtain more intact organs because they fetch a higher price in their market of baby body parts. Yeah, it's really horrendous, Matt. And then, of course, once it became public about these videos, Kamala Harris sent a team over there to raid David DeLayden's apartment to take any evidence out of his apartment about that. Yes, and then she became United States Senator, and you know where she is now as Vice President. And don't forget, she receives a lot of money from Planned Parenthood, as and does Becerra. did her successor, uh, Xavier right. Becerra, who's now in the uh, Federal Department of Health and Human right. Services, uh, but he became the Attorney General, and he's the one who brought the federal in or the state indictment, and that is ongoing. Uh, Planned Parenthood then filed suit, has a massive law firm that is providing representation to it, and filed suit against David Leiden, uh, including Sandra Merritt, the With Center for Medical Progress, and then also. Uh, Troy Newman, who is a board member of the uh, CMP organization. Because Planned Parenthood makes a lot of money doing this very thing. Well, and what we found was these undercover videos, the, the, the amazing thing is we had a six-week jury trial, and the whole issue back then in 2019, when it began October 2nd, 2019, was whether or not these recordings that were done undercover were, were legal or not. In California, to make it simplistic in terms of what the issues are, essentially you can, it's a, it's a two-party state. In other words, that both parties, the recorder and the person being recorded, have to consent. Except, and there's exceptions, and the exceptions apply here. If the recording is in a public place that can over, be overheard by other people who are not party to that conversation... So, for example, in public places like a restaurant or an elevator where other people are located, where other people can overhear it, then it's an exception. You can record. Or if you believe that the person that you're recording is or about to commit some kind of criminal action or criminal activity, then you can record as well. Both of those applied in this case. So Sandra and David 
they always met with these individuals in public. They met at conferences. They met primarily at restaurants where they would be very uh, busy uh, during a conference that's taking place, lots of people around, close proximity, lots of waiters coming and going, and they would have lunch, and they would have these undercover uh, videos that would record conversations. They would meet with not only Planned Parenthood abortion doctors and directors, such as Dr. Nukatola, who altered the abortion procedures by breaching the baby so that she could get more intact body parts, um, while the baby was still in the womb. In other words, some of these procedures were done on the babies, we believe, while they were alive. And in fact, that was part of one of the pieces of testimony as part of this uh, particular uh, case. But as important as and central as the videos were that showed these horrible discussions by these people, wanting to get more money so they could buy a Lamborghini, wanting to breach birth these babies and then crush below, crush above their thorax so that they could pull out intact organs while the baby's head was still in the womb, and other kinds of videos. The judge restricted almost every video. So the jury never got a chance to see the actual videos, which really were the center of this issue, except for two, the one with Dr. Nukatola and the one with the I want a Lamborghini lady. But don't forget the judge is very compromised. I mean, he and his wife helped support Planned Parenthood in their area. Um, so he, you know, you understand why he did what he did, and he pretty much tied the hands of the jurors. Yeah. So we're not surprised at this ruling. Yeah, at the end of all of this uh, six-week trial, he instructed the jury that they already should be found guilty. Yeah. And really, their only duty at that point was to find how much they should pay. He took the issue of liability away from the jury. And it's just unbelievable, Matt. I mean, this was weeks, weeks of trial, and the evidence was blaring of what's going on. But the evil agenda going on here is just shocking. Yeah, so this case actually included RICO, the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Law. And what RICO is, is it's not a violation in itself. RICO is an after applied law. In other words, you have to commit another predicate act, particular, specific, identifiable infraction of the law that RICO list. RICO list a number of specific kinds of, of infractions that if you violate them, and then there's other criteria, you can later apply RICO. RICO was originally designed to go after the mafia and mobs so that it would create additional penalties against them for committing extortion, for example. And then if they did it repeatedly over a pattern, you can't just do it one time, you had to do it multiple times. So RICO requires not only a specific violation of a specific law, but it requires that violation to occur more than once within a specified time frame. And you have to have some other factors that show that this person who's supposedly violating the law is part of an enterprise, part of a conspiracy, if you will, to continually violate that law. When that happens, then you can superimpose RICO on top of it. And what RICO does is it triples your damages. So if you get a million dollar damage, it's $3 million damage. It trebles your damages. And then it provides that the winning party is entitled to attorney's fees and cost. So in this case, the judge or the court ultimately awarded through this jury verdict, which he essentially pre-orchestrated, more than $2 million in damages, and then the court 
awarded Planned Parenthood nearly $14 million in attorney's fees and costs for a total judgment of over $16 million. Now, part of the issue on appeal was, can they even use RICO? Because the United States Supreme Court already has ruled in an abortion picketing case that you cannot use RICO that would restrict free speech. So if free speech is at issue, you cannot use RICO because it would be a sledgehammer to free speech. And what we have here is free speech. That's at issue. And the judge allowed RICO to be used. I think that's reversible. The other thing is the trespass. The trespass. Well, the question is, they were charged with trespass. Well, did they trespass on private property? Well, think about it. What do you think of trespass? Somebody has private property. You have an instruction or warning that you have to not enter the property or you have to leave the property. Once you are there, you're no longer welcome. And if you enter the property against that warning or you stay after the warning is received, then you are trespassing on someone's property. But David and Sandra were, were granted access to these events. They were granted access to the events. The events were in public accommodation places like restaurants or conference halls. So whose property did they trespass on? No one's. No one's. What law did they actually commit to allow RICO to be? That was a question that the judges asked the Planned Parent attorneys, and they said, well, they violated RICO. I said, well, that's kind of circular. You can't just violate RICO. What law did they violate that allows you to apply RICO? They didn't have an answer for that. What property did they trespass on when they were invited guests and they were there lawfully and it was a public place like a conference center? They didn't do these in the Planned Parenthood facilities. They were invited sometimes to those facilities. They declined to go. They said, no, we'll meet you at the conference or we'll meet you at the restaurant. So there was no place that they could have trespassed. So pray for this case. The uh, oral argument went well, but we'll have a decision coming down at some time later this year. It's an amazingly important case. Sandra Merritt, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.